Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 467. This is the show about Xbox gaming, anything else we want to talk about. I'm Rob, one of your hosts here, also known as Presar. And with me, I have two good buddies that are, let's see, down, if, if you're watching, they're, they're both like right down there. I'm trying to do like the Brady Bunch thing here. Like, can't quite look down. <laughs> Who's Alice? Wait, Alice is in the middle. Brun is Alice. Yep. <laughs> so we I have Mark. So who, Mark waving up at me. He's at me. Yeah. I can. Uh... <laughs> 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 Rude. I'm kidding. Did, Don't make me play that song. <laughs> did, did you guys? Did you guys ever watch the Young Ones? Do you remember that show? It's a British comedy show. It used to be on MTV back in the day. So they had this kind of thing. They were at some game show. And then the guy from above got pissed off at the guy below. He busted a hole. Hey, hey, hey. upset at the guy. He got very Jeez. angry. We let you host. No, one that's, a, that's time. a British. Just, that's a British. And he term. swears. That's, and he swears. Uh, no, right it's off not swearing. It's inappropriate language for <laughs> younger viewers. Well, it could have just slipped on by, but now you made a big deal out of it, so everybody noticed it. <laughs> Wait, look, now I have to stay just to keep yeah, you under and control. All, and all yeah. the kids are wondering, what did he say? Why is Wing making a big deal out of something? <laughs> but anyway, he br busted a hole <laughs> on the floor, and he's, like, kicking the guy <laughs> below him. <laughs> so that's what you could do. But anyway... With me today, as uh, I know you've heard both of them, I have Brun, also known as Alice. Yes, BJ Swick In the middle here. Yep. And my good buddy, Mark. Hey, how you doing? Also known as Wingman709. And just for the record, because Rob failed to mention it, this is episode 467, Big Games Coming. That is the title of the show. Yes, he, didn't say four, he did say 467. Yes. But that's yeah. all he said. He didn't say the oh. title. Gotcha. Does it matter? <laughs> he's, he's not leaving the title out. Are, he's so cursing. Are people going to say, like, well, work. I don't like, I don't know if I like the title, so I'm out of here. Maybe. No, no, I don't think so. Pre star blooper, blooper? No, BJ blooper, pre star blooper. Got our new blooper person. <laughs> yes, there you go. So what do I do now? <laughs> so did one of you guys? Did, yeah. Did one of you guys listen to the stream to see if I did this right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. I heard Mark and I heard yourself. I haven't heard myself yet, but uh, and is is uh, the audio sounds, okay sounds or am I really I soft? She doesn't like the title. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're all pretty even. Pretty excellent, good. excellent. So. What's got two thumbs and makes the audio even? This guy right here. Mm -hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. you can listen to us live on Twitch TV on Sundays at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. And hey, hey, Mark, uh, out west over there, what, what are you like? Seven 8, 8 p.m. Pacific? 3 p.m. Pacific? <laughs> I mean, how, how does that work? It's noon. Minus yes. two for you, Rob. Exactly. So 
It's uh, 8 p.m. Mountain and 7 p.m. Pacific. And then uh, you can also find the show on uh, MP3 format in your favorite uh, pod catcher, however you want to call it. And um, we're also on YouTube. So you can hear us on YouTube and Twitch almost immediately after we record the shows or slightly uh, a day or two afterwards on your uh, podcast medium. All right, so let's go into what we've been playing lately. Here, I'll, uh, I'll start up here. So I played a little bit of Skyforce Reloaded, uh, also some Gems of War, and Fortnite. I, oh, and I also played uh, the Forza Horizon 3 Xbox Enhanced. Did you guys get a chance to play that? Yes, no? No, no. So the patch was coming out, I think, on Wednesday, if I remember right. And at first I was kind of confused. I'm like, okay, so Forza's already showing up in my list as Xbox Enhanced, and there needs to be another patch. So I was playing it that morning, and I'm like... You know, it looks really good, but it always looked good. And I, I, you know, it's a Forza game. They, they've always just been stunning, and it's in HDR already. So you know, I'm like, well, that's really good. Then I found out that the patch doesn't come out until later. So, like that afternoon or evening or whenever it was, you know, I grabbed the patch, and then it shows you prominently right on the main screen Xbox and you know one enhan- X enhanced, and it looks great. I, I, I really can't tell the difference. I, it just, <laughs> and, and that's, I was, that's what I was going back to saying before the 4k really hasn't made a huge difference. It's the HDR that makes, I think the biggest difference in these games that makes it pop, you know, 4k. If you're close to your screen, then yes, 4k is going to make a difference. But if you have a big giant TV and you're sitting eight, 10, 12 feet back, you're not going to really notice the difference. I, I count my pixels. I have to make sure that there's <laughs> exactly. You get the ruler. That, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, it's it's funny. I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's funny how it used to be like 1080p, but Xbox games were 900, and like that was such a big deal, and like how we couldn't do 1080p, but now we're 4K, but yet it's not that big of a deal, type of scenario <laughs> it's it's okay to be 1080 now because you know one group Sony's can't do 4k yeah and, but in all honesty i do believe that it doesn't matter if it was 1080 or 900 4k or mm-hmm. 1080 i mean it's just you know you you can tell a little bit but it's not like it's going to, to destroy your gaming session or you know oh yeah immersion into the game so yeah because i was you know playing the game a little bit and i was like trying to notice and, you know, there's always been the great reflections on the cars and, you know, the, the textures have always looked great. And I'm sure they're better. I'm sure they've worked, you know, quite a while to get it where it's at. And the, the thing that I kind of noticed is that, you know, before, as you'd go down the road, you would see like a strange halo effect on the trees when they go up against the blue sky, they kind of glow a little bit. And that was a little 
less pronounced. I think it's still there. And I think they made some improvements in the draw distance. But, you know, one, uh, one place I didn't really notice any improvement was when I was doing my barn find. So apparently whenever I start up the game, I immediately get a barn find mission. And then as soon as I get to the area, it goes to nighttime. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea why. 90% of my barn finds, I'm driving around in the freaking dark. And it's just so annoying. I mean, I, I've been, I started laughing. I'm like, again, seriously? You know, it's like, okay, I'm trying to find this barn and I can't see anything outside my headlights because, you know, it's the middle of nowhere, you know, in Australia. It's not like there's street lights everywhere. And, uh, and it was also kind of funny, the, the particular mission that I had, it also had like a little subdivision in there and, you know, half the buildings had garages. So I'm like driving up by every one of them in the dark, you know, trying to see if it's the one, but none of them were. But, they call the cops on you? Well, they should have, cause I <laughs> trashed their fences pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit of property destruction, couple of patio sets or whatever it was. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it's, I'm, I'm glad to have had, uh, them release the enhanced version of that, you know, cause the more, the better. And, um, I, I think that's about it for me. I think that's all the stuff that I've, that I've really played this week. Uh, how about you, Bron? All right. Well, as I'm going through my list, I'll let you flip this, flip the, uh, flip the image in the slideshow there um, is that where it should be the controller yeah right. yeah so um let's see i of course played PUBG. I i haven't got to play as much uh, i haven't played very many games at all to be honest it's just been extremely busy and and stuff like that so mine is a short list but of course PUBG for pc i didn't get to any PUBG on xbox this week uh, Gems of War on the Xbox to make Wing happy, yeah. and uh, I played some additional Mario Odyssey. Uh, and then to make Rob happy, I've been playing another iPhone game. I was a big fan of Hero Academy back in the day. Um, What's that? Hero about? Academy. Hero Academy used to be like um, like a board game. You'd have a little Ooh. faction, and you'd draw, uh, drag the people on, and a certain thing, and it'd be a I would make a move and it would send it to you, and then you would make a move and it would send it to me. So, but Hero Academy Two is out now, um, and it's obviously got some updates and and stuff like that. So, played some Hero Academy Two, and that's really it for me. I've been stinking it up on PUBG. I haven't won in a while. That's playing one or two games a week is just not helping. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's all I've really been able to do. Okay. Mark, you got the long list. All right. So, obviously, Gems of War. Of course. <laughs> what else, course. right? Course. <laughs> uh, I even streamed some of that for our, our, our viewing audience on Mixer this week. Oh, I saw that. Um, you, did, you were doing some today. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was just to get some daily stuff out of the way. I wanted to get my last uh, guild battle out of the way. Um, but I ended up streaming something else on there uh, that I think people would enjoy and people did come to see. So 
But uh, I did play Gems of War, played Lies of Astaroth. Um, I played a lot of Diablo 3 this week with Comrade. Um, and uh, thanks to Comrade for helping me to figure out how to get an achievement in that game that uh, I just it was one where you got to go pick up all these, listen to all these audio logs in this particular level. And uh, it was kind of uh, not very straightforward on what you had to do. Yeah. And she figured it out and then told me about it. And I went and did what she told me to and bam, got it. So um, also played some Sky Force Anniversary and something else for Rob. What is mm. this? Rob's week. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Sky Force Reloaded. Oh, yeah. I actually bought, paid the $10 for Sky Force Reloaded. Um, it's one of the best gaming not, values in the last year. I That's, don't know. Sky Force Anniversary was free, and it's yeah, the exact same game. So Pretty much. Oh, close. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. I paid $10 to play the same thing. But um, uh, it, it's, it's, oh, my gosh, is that thing addicting? Mm-hmm. Um, it And what, what's even worse is like on on Reloaded, they've got these things in there. I, I don't really understand it yet. I haven't played enough of it, but there's cards. And I guess I picked up a card. And the card gave me like bonus stars for 15 minutes. And I got this just as I was going to stop playing. But I couldn't because it was like, I'm like a serious bonus on the stars. And it's like, well, I can't let that go. I got to make use of that. So I was stuck playing for at least another 15 <laughs> minutes. And <laughs> it was just, yep. and I was racking up. It was great. I mean, I was loving it because, oh, man, was I getting some points. And I was being able to upgrade my weapons a lot faster. And so it was pretty sweet. But uh, fun game, hard game. Oh, boy, is it hard. But it is, it's addicting and fun. Um, and then also today I did stream um, some Call of Duty World War II. I played some multiplayer and streamed that online. Um had a good time with that. So, um, and I, I really enjoy it, man. I'm really enjoying the Call of Duty multiplayer in World War II. I just feel like it's right back to the way it used to be. Like, I don't know. It's just got, I've really enjoyed it. Um, to me, it feels like um, original Call of Duty and modern the modern warfare. It's just, it's got that feel to it. It's just, it just feels like, yeah, this is the Call of Duty I, I know and love. So I will probably be playing a lot more. Um, and if anybody's have, playing and wants to join me, let me know. I'll be more than happy to play online with you guys. I would have liked when I played the beta and stuff of it. I had a, I had a good time with everybody. Um, it was just, it, I feel like they moved it back to World War II, but they left some of the stuff from future or whatever the future. What was the one before it? Oh. Advanced. Warfare, advanced warfare, where warfare. it's like you know, I'm sorry. In World War II, they didn't have guns that would like triple fire, you know, the speed of light. <laughs> you know, like well, what's this? Ra- what's this railgun atta- uh, Electric railgun attachment to my M1? <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, it's so. I'm just kidding. Like even Modern Warfare had had perks, you know, yeah. which is like still my favorite Call of Duty. Um, that first Modern Warfare. But it was just kind of, and and honestly, I think it was probably the beta too, because I think they ramped up the speed of unlocking stuff. So it was like I just jumped in. I'm a level one, and there was like level twenties in there, and I couldn't even get a shot off of those guys without those guys killing me. 
it was just like I ran around the corner and it was like, and I was dead. And I'm like, what in the world's going on? They're like, oh, yeah, he's got this gun and it's got this thing on it. And I'm just like, I thought that was out of here. I thought they went back to the basics, but um, they did go back to the basics, just not back to the very, very, very basics, which oh, I, can't can make everybody I, can un- I can understand. I can understand. <laughs> I don't want to say that I don't understand that. But. It's a game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it to be fun. <laughs> yep. Oh. So it's good that you're having fun with it though, because I know I'm yeah you know, we were kinda of in the same boat. It's kinda of like what Call of Duty is gonna bring me back. Like I still can't capture that modern warfare. I wish I could. I really miss it. I see to me this I don't know, when I play this I feel like that again. I get that same kind of feel um that I did with Modern Warfare. Um it really did. It was it was weird how when I sat down to play this the first time and it's like soon as the soon as it launched, there were in a, and I ran through my first couple wave. I was just like, I was thinking of Modern Warfare and the days that I would just play that just so many hours and just I'm like, this really kind of has captured that feeling again. Um, so yeah. for me, I'm really enjoying it. You know, uh, yeah. it's nice to be excited about a Call of Duty multiplayer again. Uh, right. And I die a lot. I I did not do very well today, but. Um, you know, it is what it is, and uh, <laughs> oh well. Yeah, I think I think those uh, those uh, multiplayer games get rid of that uh, little stat called KD, and it makes the game fun. <laughs> just don't show it, and it makes the game fun because, or, or don't even show deaths. You know, just show kills. Don't show deaths, and I think it'd make people a lot happier. But, all right. Anything else you played, or was that it? Uh, I think that was it. I can recall. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and I think we were, Mark and I were tinkering a little bit with uh, Gems of War, and we verified that what that mobile and such can't join guilds of the Xbox, On the Xbox version. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think yeah. so, but we yeah. tried it out. So. Yep. Yeah, I think I think they're really missing out on something there. To, to be able to like to save your progression between iPhone and, and console yeah. because, oh my gosh, I wish, I wish I like, I don't play on my phone anymore. I think I actually deleted it off my phone because it's just like, it's not helping me. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm so much, yeah. I'm so much further on Xbox. I'm not playing it again. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. just a quick note too. I don't think the notification things are working for Rob. Because oh. I did the uh, subscribe and it didn't pop. Yeah, I did that as well. But when I did it, uh, what, four weeks ago, it didn't pop either. I don't know. Yeah. That's uh, just something we can take a look yep. at. Okay, so are we done with that? Move, yeah. Moving on over. Oh, I just I just want to tell people. Too. Yeah. Again, I, I mentioned it before, but I, I have been uh, streaming quite a bit on, on Mixer. Uh, Mixer dot com forward slash this xbox life i do plan to um do a lot more um, i game pretty much almost every day um and it's at night uh, when i'll be streaming uh so eastern time frame sorry you guys might be a little too late for you but i do plan on streaming pretty much whatever so come out uh subscribe or not subscribe but just follow our mixer channel um and uh i am going to be putting content up they're on a regular basis, so if you are bored, um, and I have gotten some feedback already, you know, Drano 
said he's really appreciated the content and actually the different that I am playing different stuff. So um, not just the streaming PUBG constantly 24-7. He likes to see the different games. So I'm going to continue to do that. I'll play Call of Duty. I might play some Assassin's Creed or Forza. Or I'm just going to start throwing some different stuff. So I'll try to keep the Gems of War <laughs> off of there. I know that's not as fun to watch. So, um, but I will be streaming other stuff. I did. I did get a kick that I went to sleep. It was either last night or on Friday, and I woke up and it's like nine Mixer notifications, and they're like, "This Xbox Life has went live on Mixer. This Xbox Life has went live on Mixer." And then I get emails as well, so I got to turn off my emails. I had like thirty. <laughs> Yeah. 31 well, that, email 31 emails in my spam folder from Mixer saying TXL went live. I was so. doing some testing and setting yeah. things up. So <laughs> um, there's uh, interactive buttons that make sounds um, and, uh, you know, Xbox kind of related sound that you guys can hit. Um, I've been messing and got the chat stuff working. So, you know, if you want to know how to follow us on Twitter or Facebook, you can just hit the little button on screen and it posts a link in the chat automatically uh, for you and stuff like that. So I've been working on that. I'm going to be looking into doing some additional things on there, um, like uh, uh, animations and stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be looking into that uh, probably this week. I, I won't be broadcasting a whole lot this week, though, because I will be traveling. Um but uh, do go out, and I've got the replay on and video on demand. You can check out some of the past stuff. So you can see the Call of Duty thing I played. It should be playing automatically right now, uh, my Call of Duty play today. So if you go out to that page. But, um, yeah, and then I'm also trying to figure out, I put up there that, like, we're going to have a Discord. But I don't know if I'm going to do Discord because Discord's more for PC. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way to get the party. So when you're in a party chat with me to get that party chat onto uh, out on the stream as well and i've tried using the xbox app which does have party chat and i can't get it to work on my surface or on my pc it, it both my systems give me the same type of failure message um and i kind of thinking it might have to do with my routers that i have uh, or my router that i have here at, at home blocking because it uses a what's it called Terado or something. It has to do with the uh, IP6, the way it communicates, um, and it seems to be the system just won't do it. So I went through a whole bunch of stuff the other day um, trying to get that to work, and it's just not working right. So uh, Microsoft has like this huge laundry list of do this, do that, do this, do that. And I was just going down the list. I went through the whole thing, and it's still not working. So I was like, well, this blows. So maybe in the next update of the app or something that'll get fixed or maybe I'll be able to figure it out. But that way I could use that to talk on a party chat with people that I'm playing um, and then they'll be on the broadcast too. So that'd make more fun than when me talking to someone in a party and the people on the broadcast can't hear what, what the conversation is. They just hear me. So <laughs> trying to find a solution for that. So. And I know Discord is a good way, but most people I'm going to play with, they're on Xbox. So they're not going to necessarily log into Discord on a PC to talk to me when they're playing on the Xbox. So that's just, I just don't think that's going to be a valid solution for us. But anyways, check us out on Mixer. We're going to use it a lot more going forward. So 
for you guys, you guys both said you resubbed uh, and stuff. Just yeah. make sure when you resub that you refresh your Twitch screen, and then up at the top of the chat, you should see a thing that says share. If you do not hit the share stuff, it will not come through because you guys are resubs and not new subs. Oh, so new subs are automatic. Resubs have to click the share at the top, and you can type in a message and stuff like that. Even though the messages won't come through, you will see them. But I didn't. That they show up in chat when you do resub, and I don't see your guys' stuff, so I'd have to say that it hasn't went all the way through. Where's the share? Uh, once you refresh, it should be at the top of the uh, chat window. Oh. Like up at the top where it oh, says this yeah. Xbox this Xbox Life. Yeah. Yeah, because I use the app. Oh. The Windows yeah. 10 app. I don't see it. Oh, uh, yeah. If you open it up and uh, on uh, in the browser, you'll be able to do it. So, yep, there you go. There's Mark. And we should hear it sometime soon. If it is working on... Uh, oh, there right. it changed, and there, there it is. And it's... Partially <laughs> the cameras in. are over. The cameras. Are... <laughs> yep. Uh, Rob, Rob has that messed up, and I didn't hear the audio. So well, I heard it. <laughs> I did. Yes, you do because you hear it on your PC, which is not playing through. No, it is. Oh yeah, that's right. We don't hear it, but the, they heard it on there. Oh, end. I My see. Bad. Okay, I see. Yeah, they I heard see it why. on their end. Yep. So it should well, be. Anyway. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> okay. I had uh, our cams up too high. They should be below slideshow, right? Uh, I think that was it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Rob, take it away. All righty. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> on to the roundtable. But first, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, you can support us on Patreon by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, see. And you can. <laughs> He's on. got it, folks. Yeah. He, uh, there's two hosts that are about to be jettisoned because I have the power now. <laughs> hey, man. It now became got, a hey, one man show. <laughs> tell, tell, me, tell me one person that hasn't done exactly <laughs> this their first time doing it. It's, it's fantastic. I love it. So, all right, good. And uh, you can also find that on our website, I believe, as well on our homepage. Uh, you can leave us a tip by going to this xboxlife.com forward slash donate. And I think at this point, if you do either one of these two or any of these things, you can put a banner across Brun's face. <laughs> and <laughs> not now, you fixed it. No, now it'll go over instead of under. Yeah, it'll go over. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, it'll go. Uh, also, uh, subscribe to our channel on Twitch if you haven't done that already. And what we're just talking about now is, uh, you know, that link with Amazon Prime where once a month, don't forget to check to see if you need to resub like Mark and I just did. And then also we have that channel on Mixer that Mark was just talking about. Uh, check that out. It's uh, very entertaining. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My son and I were watching him last night. He was, he was smitten. He's just like, <laughs> oh, look, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so moving on here to the topics now. And I think I got to bump a couple of these here too, don't I? 
Yeah, tips yeah. round table. So first up, you want to take this one, Mark? Sure. This is one of the stories that we've been pushing for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I actually, it was like 10 minutes before the show started, and I was like, oh, crud, I got to... <laughs> I gotta watch that video and get that full list of the game. So um, this will just be. I just wanted to go through this because um, some of these you may not have heard of, but this is a list uh, that IGN composed of 34 big new Xbox One games that are scheduled to come out in 2018. Um, so I thought this was, you know, we're always thinking, you know, or people seem to have the impression that there's no good games coming on Xbox. You know, only the other platform has all the good stuff. That's like you know? every that's just, other day at IGN, right? Yeah, I'm They're kind of surprised headlines. they even have this article. Uh, so I was kind of impressed by this. And actually, I think there's a couple things missing. But um, And there's the very first one I don't. I think we could throw off the list personally. But <laughs> I'll list it anyway. So the first game <laughs> is A Way Out. Um, this is that, like, I don't know if it's a prison break. I think it's a prison break yeah, game that yeah. you play yep. cooperatively with someone else. And like, you mm -hmm. see uh, different points of view, like from both players. So both players are playing it from a very, like a different point of view. And, and it's a split screen game. So you, regardless, you only see half the screen uh, is yours. And then you see what the other person is doing and where they're at in their game on the other half of the screen. Um, but this is, you know, getting some pretty big attention, um, and this is something that is scheduled this year. Uh, as Rob mentioned, I think last week we talked about it, Ace Combat 7 yeah, yeah. is coming out this year. So myself, I'll be interested to see if it's more corny, you know, my, my, my airplane flies around with 250 missiles on it again. Is it going to be <laughs> like that or... Yeah, we'll a little see. bit more realistic, but I'm sure it'll still be a little bit corny. I think that's uh, how the majority of us, that's the only way we can handle these games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that's coming out and that'll probably look good. And it'll, you know what? I'll probably end up getting it just because we haven't had a flight sim. Yeah. Fighter oh, combat game time. in a long time. And we haven't uh, had a good one in a long time. Long yeah. Long I time. wish, I wish I, I would, I hope, I hope that Ubisoft, resurrects tom clancy's hawks, hawks um because i really enjoyed both those oh, games yeah, yeah. and um, i don't think hawks 2 did very well um i think it was kind of a stupid name but i really liked the games and i would love to see hawks 3 but we'll see what they do next of course is anthem um this is something that i'm really looking forward to seeing more about to you know see is this is this basically going to be like a destiny killer uh, you know, people are kind of picking it to be that, like, then you know, the next Destiny or one that's going to put Destiny to shame. But we'll yeah, see. I think, I think 2018 for that one might might be a stretch. I yeah, I'm. I was a little surprised to see it on the list because, as far as I know, it hasn't had a release date. But um, I, it it's comes out, it, cool. it said 2018. I think at E3. Oh, okay. Um, but they never they never gave a time frame. But then there's kind of rumblings out there that, you know, it, will it actually hit, hit that? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, it's again, all these. Yeah. All 34 of these could slip. But yep. Uh, and uh, I'm coming up to one soon, which I still don't think will ever release. But um, there's one called Biomutant. I'd never heard of it, um, but uh, it looked kind of interesting in the video. 
Uh, then there's a game called Code Vein, uh, also scheduled this year. And then the game that shall not be named, except for this episode, uh, Crackdown 3. Uh, you know, supposedly it's still coming. Um, I really, really hope so. I want this game so badly. Um, then Darksiders 3, Dragon Ball Fighters with a Z, Dynasty Warriors 9, Extinction. Um, one of my personal favorites I'm excited for, Far Cry 5, is coming out, I think, in March, the end of March. Um, a game called FE, or FE, I'm not sure if it's letters, but FE. Um, Fortnite. And this is actually, you know, that one, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, it's already out. But that's right. The Fortnite that I've spent $150 on is actually a game preview. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it's going to be a free-to-play game, supposedly, when it does release. Um, and this is uh, not the Battle Royale mode that's out now. This is the actual retail release, if you will, of Fortnite. Uh, so, and Fortnite actually is a fun game. Um it really actually is. It's a lot to it, man. It's it's long. It's definitely, I can see why it's a free-to-play. It, it is long. I only got through the first world, um, which took forever. Like, there's so many missions and so much to do. Um, and I need to, I'm in the second one. It's like, I need to go back and play it. But um, then there's a game called Greedfall. I've never heard of it, but it's supposed to, you know, IGN saying it's going to be a huge game. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution. Um, Kingdom Come Deliverance, Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, that one, again, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Mega Man 11, Metal Gear Survive, Metro Exodus. Uh, and then the next one, I think it comes out this week, Monster Hunter World. Um, I've been hearing a lot about this game, and I guess... If I'm under, if I got this correct, and I apologize. I'll get hate mail if I get it wrong. But I believe this is the first time Monster Hunter's been on anything outside of a Nintendo platform. Um, Isn't this a pretty much a Nintendo? That's game? what I thought. I thought it was on PlayStation at some point in time, but I, you're you're correct. It's never been on an Xbox console. But this it's is like coming on. out pretty much for everything, and I think so. It, it's supposedly like going to be like just a big, huge hit. Um, I'm kind of interested. I want to see what I'm going to watch other people play it this week because I want to see exactly what it is. Because um, part of what I've heard sounds like, well, I don't think I'd be interested in that at all. But then again, other stuff like hmm, that might be interesting to get together with your friends and go out and hunt, hunt monsters. And it could be really cool. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's Overkill's The Walking Dead, uh, mm. Psychonauts, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2, which I am very excited for that one as well. Um, we've got Sea of Thieves, which I think, did I miss the alpha? Or that's coming up. The next Technica, technical beta is coming up. What is it? This, this Wednesday. This Wednesday. Okay. As I did see my game updated, um, yeah. I'm going to jump back on that and try to play it again this week. Uh, and I can stream. Oh, I can't. I'll be. Oh, it starts Wednesday. Okay. So I think it starts. I think it starts Wednesday. Yeah. So People I'll are be talking able to play about some on. of that this weekend. Yep. And you can stream so, it. Yep. Yes. And I can stream it. So I will be streaming that this coming weekend, uh, trying to learn more about it myself. I haven't been 
too impressed myself, but other people are like, it's so good. And I'm like, yeah, hey, I, I think I just need to play more and figure it out. It's one of those. that's like, I didn't know what to do. And Brian went in and showed me, do this, you do that. And I'm like, okay, well that makes more sense, but not sure. I still I, don't think this is going to be one I'm going to get. I, <laughs> it's one of those games to me. Like I don't play PUBG with by my, I don't play PUBG by myself. Exactly. Uh, I don't. Yes. I, so this is one of those games where it's like, you know, well, if I have one thing to do or like 10, 15 minutes to waste, but I don't think see myself sitting down for hours and playing this by myself. To me, right. that is a I got out. My friends are playing. We are all on a ship. And, you know, it's like it's meant to be played with others. So. Yeah. So and I think that might be hard to do um, unless everybody absolutely loves it. Yeah. You know, people keep moving to the new hotness. So. Um, we'll see. Uh, Skull and Bones is coming out. That was a huge, exciting game shown at E3. Uh, looks like what Assassin's Creed Black Flag, all the ship combat, uh, coming to a full retail game. Soul Calibur Six, State of Decay Two, which um, that actually so State of Decay Two, and um, Crackdown are. Those are definitely games that are exclusive. I don't think anything else is that I mentioned. Um, Sword Art Online, Fatal Bullet, Telltale's The Walking Dead, uh, The Crew Part 2, Vampire, it's spelled V-A-M-P-Y-R, game coming out. And then the last one is We Happy Few. Um, Which is just delayed, I believe. Yeah, it's it's been in game preview, but so it, it will be out. Uh, and then one thing that I'm going to jump into another story I got posted here because I just I don't need to go into the story. But another game that is not on this list that I think should be is Age of Empires Definitive Edition is actually coming out on February 20th. Hmm. Um, and then if you've been a PC RTS player in the past, you know what Age of Empires is. This is like the definitive rts game you know these guys got it right and they were really fun to play and i i'm more and more unlikely i'm going to get it just because of you know i loved playing these games you know i may not play it much and i may not like it on the console but i got it's like i got to get it anyways (laughs) but that's a lot of stuff coming out so we've got a lot to look forward to and i mean you know obviously there's going to be the next call of duty game you know, there's there's possibly going to be a Halo or maybe Gears game that hasn't been yet announced. So, well, that that Halo we were talking what last week or the week before when we were talking about Halo. You know, what if we're not seeing a Halo game? But you know, Microsoft kind of said, but you may see a game that you know in its place or whatever that comment was. Do you remember that comment? And then what was yeah, it? Yeah, it's Tuesday it's not, or Tuesday or Wednesday. What fable? Something that will surprise you. Oh well, yes. fable. Yeah, well, fable. That's a whole different thing. That's not coming out. Not this year. Yeah, they're I, they're I, they're just getting that studio together. They're hiring people. Yeah, they're they're that game's not going to be out for a couple of years. So, but yes, a fable game is coming. <laughs> it's just going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, for 2018, that's quite a list of stuff. There's stuff in here that I'm actually looking forward to. And like I said, that doesn't even, we've got stuff that hasn't even been announced that is coming out this year. So I think we got the, you know, this 2018 could be a very good year. 
for Xbox yep. games. Because I, I felt 2017 was a little lacking, personally. Uh, uh, I agree. I, I spent less money in 2017 than I have, have in any previous year. There was good games. I mean, there's plenty of good games that came out, but... Just not you know, as many, it seems like. Right. Yeah. But... Okay. Focus, Rob. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, camera focus. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so the <laughs> next Talk to the day. hand. The focus <laughs> hand. <laughs> That's all you have to do is stick your hand up in front of it. All right. Oh. Sorry. That's funny. All right. So my next thing is another one of the leftover stories that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And there's been a lot of conversation about microtransactions. Uh, we're seeing a lot of microtransactions into games. Pretty much almost every game coming out nowadays has microtransactions. So can, do you guys think a AAA game can survive without microtransactions? Is this, personally, I think, this is something that's here to stay. Um, I, I think we're going to see a lot more of it. We're going to—it's going to be in every game. Um, there's studios that are have announced they're no longer going to do single-player games, um, you know, because they just can't. A single-player game typically does not have—you play it and you move on, and then it's it's shelved and you never go back to it. So they're trying to create games that will keep you vested, that will keep you playing so that they can keep putting microtransactions in front of you to keep you paying. They, they want to keep that revenue constantly regenerating, constantly, or I should say constantly generating for that game. Um, so with this model that we're seeing, do you guys think that a game can come out that is a triple A title and still survive or be profitable without having the microtransactions? Well, they've done it before, so we know that. <laughs> Actually, what, 20-some years of consoles, 20-plus years of consoles, they've done it. We know that it works. However, the microtransactions are a revenue stream that they can't ignore. Yeah, I mean, they're... At, I mean, what was it? The top, top two games of 2017 as far as Game of the Year and you know, the game that was right behind it, both of those games didn't have microtransactions, and they, you know, if you think about it as far as voting and stuff like that, they finished in the top two, and that is Zelda and Mario. I mean, they didn't have microtransactions, and they did just fine. Right. And you can't and you can't say that, you know, these AAA games cost more than, than those because Zelda's been in the works for, what, six years? Six or seven years? So a ton of money has went into that game. And sold just fine and surviving. Nintendo's still around. So. But I, I mean, I hope the thing is, I hope so. Because, um, in my opinion, I look at games now and I'm like, okay, $80 game. Oh, okay. So there's a bunch of microchains. Oh, I'll just skip it. <laughs> and then I just don't pay for anything. So, I mean, they may have to have the microtransactions just to survive because people don't buy the game outright if they just had everything in it. Um, but I will say this about the microtransactions. If it's like uh, Overwatch type transactions where it's just like cosmetic type stuff, then fine, put it in. But if it's like Star Wars, I hope they 
don't need those anymore because that's ridiculous. So, so if you look at what, let's say those crates do, you know, how they give you those materials, how could they integrate that into the game without having, let's say like that loot system? Is it just, you find it randomly scattered through the, through the game? I mean, it depends on the game. I mean, there's loot crates in Forza 7. I've never bought one. I use them with in-game money. Um, I'm pretty sure I could buy them with real cash if I wanted. Um, but that game doesn't... The way it kicks out the stuff, you really never have to. There, you've always seems like you always got money um, to buy them and keep your mods going to earn you more money. Um, but... You know, games like I, I think the biggest thing for me is it, it's a tough one, I think, for people to really answer because you can kind of look at it from several different viewpoints and say, well, if I'd rather pay the $60 and then have microtransactions instead of spending $80 for the game, I'd rather pay you know. 80. <laughs> Let's see. Rather... There's, but the thing is, I think as much money as they make on the microtransactions, They'll, if they ever up the games to $80, they're still going to have microtransactions. And microtransactions, I think, are never going to go away. They're, you know, like FIFA's, they're generating like a billion dollars a year just off microtransactions in FIFA. That doesn't even count the actual game being sold. Yeah, well, that's, but the their microtransaction on that game is that is a game within the game. That they're buy- they're buying card packs for their ultimate team. Like you don't have to play right. ultimate team, but a lot of people do. Right. Um, right. So I mean, it, yes, I kind of understand that. Like Overwatch, like I said, it's it's all cosmetic stuff. Like you get one crate every time you level up. But if you want to buy more crates, you can spend more money to buy more crates. Um, but yeah, as long as like I said, as as long as it's not like. We're going to make you grind for 60 years to get this enough credits to get this one thing like I've seen in EA games, uh, sports games, um, as long as it's not stuff like that. So it's just I mean, they take the fun out of the game to me. You know, they're making you pay for fun. It's it's I mean, I already pay 60 bucks to have fun and then you're ruining my fun and make me say well pay me more money so you can have fun again have the fun that you already supposedly thought you were going to get with your money you paid yeah yeah and that's what's like yeah i'd rather pay like i said i'd rather pay 80 bucks than 60 and have microtransactions and then lock content out yep um if they're locking content they're like i said if they're locking what my shirt looks like i care less right you know i don't i don't buy into that stuff what it, it is what it is but um but for the ranking, like to help you rank up fast or to get a character in a game and they're and they're basically blocking it out, making you pay for it or play an extremely an extreme amount of hours to unlock it through the game or giving you the quick way out. If you want to say that, that's the stuff that's got to go. So keep them in there if you get rid of the trash, you know, the trashy part of it. So and then I think with the backlash that EA got, I think the trashy part of it if people are smart, they're getting rid of that now and just staying with the cosmetic stuff. Well, what about licensed properties though? Like star Wars, you really can't do cosmetics. Um, well, then you, gonna, so, you can't have Darth Vader out of his costume. He wears well, one okay. outfit. 
So the you know PDA, what I'm saying? That there's right, there's I, licensed yes. games you have to stay within that world. Um, yeah. Same with like a Marvel game. There's no way you could change the costumes on on yeah. Thor or Captain well, America or whatever. You know? Yeah. The, that so that doesn't allow for the cosmetic stuff. You can't because you can't change their weapons. You can't change their costumes. So right. it completely takes microtransactions out of the way unless you start doing those other things. Well, I think the publisher at that point has to determine. Do they want to take on that game? Like, do you want to publish this game? Well, can we do microtransactions? No. Okay, then do we still want to publish the game? And, and I kind of said, I, go ahead. And that, but that's the problem, right? Do you see? The, so if they don't want to do it, okay, so now EA's got this license for Star Wars. Now they just got, you know, got their, their knuckles cracked with the ruler, right? Yeah. So, they're like, well, we paid for this, and we thought we were going to make a bunch of money. We're not going to make money because we can't do microtransactions in a Star Wars game. Guess what? We're not going to renew that license. And then anybody else that can, sure, well, we'll take it then after that. But guess what? Right. They're going to be in the same boat because, like, well, if we can't do a microtransaction revenue stream, then there's no money for it. You know, the, the money's not worth it at that point. And now we'll never see a Star Wars game anymore. Yeah. There is that risk. Yeah, there is. Yeah. So, and again, I, I mean, the, the thing about this that makes me kind of irritated is I do feel that because it's so profitable for these companies, it's basically made up money, if you will. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's so profitable for them that it's going to be in everything. And I feel like, and I, I really do believe that this is the way it's going because they have, uh, what is it? The shareholders. Right. Shareholders want yep. money. They want to make a profit. They don't care. The people that are investing in these companies don't care about gamers. They don't care about games. They care about profits, how rich they're going to get, how much money they're going to make. So they don't want to back a company that isn't going to do massive microtransactions. They're going to back EA all day long because there's a lot of money coming back to them. Um, and that's why EA is going to continue to do this. It's all about money uh, for them. Plain and simple. That's right. just the way our economy works and the free market works. And but the the, the bad thing about it is, you know, I, I fine. You want to put microtransactions? I, I can get around it. I can understand that. The problem is, is when they take stuff. I, I spend eighty dollars for Star Wars, and then find out I can't play as Darth Vader unless I play for four thousand hours right. to unlock him, or I can pay another ten dollars. To unlock him now. It's like, wait a minute. I gave you $80 to play this game. And so I really feel that what they're going to have to do, to, it, it, you know, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. I feel like they're, because now we get the perception that, well, you're keeping stuff out of the game, which they are because they, they we spent a lot of money and then they basically put a paywall up and said, you can't play this, what you paid for, unless you pay more money. That's bad. That's going to, you know, we're not going to put up with that crap forever. Um, so they need to fix that perception, if you will. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the funny part about Star Wars, and I've said it before, is like how how hard do you have to work to screw up making money on Star Wars? But but Battlefront 2, what costs them... You know, it may have cost them. We 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 don't know. This is an assumption I'm kind of making. You know, I don't have any facts behind this, but to me, what's costing EA money 
due to Battlefront is all the negative press they got because they crammed in microtransactions. So what could have they made in that game by selling more copies of the game instead of the microtransactions that they had? Because they had to rip out, they had to rip them out. They're they're not making any more money on microtransactions. They ripped out the microtransaction part of it, right? They well right. temporarily until further notice have ripped the microtransactions out of it. So so my question is is like well all the negative press and people blowing up and asking for millions of dollars in refunds, what actually cost them money this time is putting in microtransactions, which they were trying to put in to make more money. So maybe they should have just not done microtransactions for a game like that. Definitely with the passionate people in Star Wars. I mean, you're right, Mark. How many Star Wars fans fired up that game and said, I have to do what to play yeah. Vader? Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. It's just, you know, there's a, there's a, let's just, I'll put it this way, and this kind of where I'll leave it. There is a place for microtransactions and loot boxes and loot crates. There's a place for them. There's also a fine line that I think you can go up to and should never cross. And, you know, as long as they stay behind that line, you know, they're going to make money in microtransactions. It all depends is, you know, every, like you said, every company wants to make money. And I know 20 million is more than 15 million. But when you're trying to shoot for that 20 million and you only make four because you cross that line, then you're going to realize that maybe you just went too far. So yeah. there's a spot for them. They just have to be smart. Some people just get too greedy too fast. That's that's what's getting them. Yep. Yep. And how long are the gamers going to stick around? You know, it just does. There's the potential to lose out on other great games because of the microtransactions and the bad feeling people have towards it you know yeah oh hopefully it doesn't come to that i i think i think they can survive without them too um yes they haven't upped the price of games on us in a long time i honestly think i'd almost rather pay the higher price and just get rid of microtransactions myself um i'd rather have it where when i buy the game i can play the content that i paid for or that I was led to believe it's there. Um, otherwise, I think they're going to have to go down the road of uh, basically saying, okay, this is what your $60 gets you. So here's the game. And then on the back of the Star Wars box is a disclaimer or a big box that you got to click through and read uh, uh, to buy the Star Wars digitally. It says, um, here's what you get for your money, and here's what you can't do. Uh, here's what you're going to have to use. You know, this is what will be unlockable via microtransactions or, you know, that the characters are in the game you paid, but you won't be able to play them, you know, unless you play the game for 4,000 hours. And, you know, they're, they're talking about, like, there's laws and rules now on chances of what you're going to get in a loot crate. Like, what are your odds? Um, I think the same thing, I think this falls into that same category, you know, of, well, can I play the character I'm thinking I'm paying for? You know, he's on the box, okay. but guess what? You boot it up and find out, oh, well, you don't get him. You have to pay for him even more money to get that character that we advertised on the box. You know, now yeah. now that gets into the realm of false advertising. Because where in the box did it say you couldn't play as Darth Vader until you put 4,000 hours in game time in? Sure. You know? So, yeah, they've made some adjustments. You know? But it was only due to the massive backlash that came out. That's the thing. 
their intent was to basically make force everybody to pay to unlock Vader because that's what people want to play as Vader. And yeah, they're just, like, okay, he's the most popular character. We're going to make it such a long trek. And uh, Bron, you've had this, you've talked about this years ago with EA's hockey games. Yeah, the hockey. Like it was insane how much they made you play. Oh, you could, you know, just pay more money and get it now. And that's the problem. I don't want to buy games that it's like, well, they're basically going to force me to pay more money. They're, because that's just like, you know, to me, that falls into the whole snake oil salesman or used car salesman, you know, uh, territory. That's where the video game publishers are going. And they're forcing developers to put money before the game. You know, dev, devs want to build a game. They want to build an experience. Publishers are just taking advantage and milking every dime they can out of that. And that that's where I think the big problem is here. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in a world. And the other thing to think about is we're in a world right now or we're in a time where uh, we have things like Patreon and um, uh, what's when, when you back somebody. What am I thinking of? Kickstarter. Yeah, we have Kickstarters. We have Twitch. We have Mixer. You know, all these things where you could subscribe to somebody and you pay them $4.99 to watch their channel or $19.99. Like, we have all these things where people produce content. And if people like it, they, they, they help. They want to they support the people that they love and the people that they have. You know, up the games from $60 to $70. And I'll tell you what, if somebody loves your game, loves what you do, and you just put, put out an option that says, hey come to our website and back us be a supporter of us oh if you if you support us and donate to us we'll give you um a little icon next to your gamer tag in the game or something that that shows that you're a supporter or backer very similar when when you look at our chat right now you see the people with the blue little crowns because they are twitch prime subscribers you know like People that subscribe to our channel, like Drano, and he donates money to us because he likes our content. He likes our stuff. You know, we don't turn around and be like, oh, okay, Drano, th- you know, pay nineteen ninety nine to listen to our show, uh, but you don't get the ends of into the shows unless you pay another four ninety nine. Like we don't do that. We give them content. Well, if they love it, they not donate. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's a feature coming in twenty eighteen. <laughs> People don't realize that. We haven't rolled it out yet, but TXL's going microtransaction, baby. (laughs) Yes, what it is is you get two hosts, and if you pay for the microtransactions, the third host will come back. (laughs) 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 Kidding. Um, But no, that's what I mean. It's like, why not put that in a game? Because, you know, you talked about it, Mark, with the last game that you played. Of course, it was free to play with, with microtransactions in it, Gems of War. But imagine if that was a full full priced game and they just gave an option like, oh, if you want, if you love our content and love our game, go to our website or, you know, donate here. And if you donate, we'll give you, like I said, just a little icon or a banner that shows you're a backer that other people can see. And then that gives people a choice. And I'll tell you, some people will do it. A lot of people will do it. But it's only if you bring out good content and you can't turn around and say, hey, donate to us. Uh. By the way, also, we're having microtransactions and season passes and this and like all, you know, the companies that are trying to do like all 15 extra moneymaker things. Plus, you pay $60. 
I mean, they're going a little too far. Just make a full game that we can play and we can buy. And if we love it and we'll support you, uh, that's the that's where we're at right now. Why not take advantage of that? Yeah, I'm supporting Gems of War. I've I don't know how much money I've given to them, but this game's not free now for me. Enough to get you in trouble. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. I've, I've probably maybe put fifteen bucks into it. It's not. I'm trying to not go crazy on it. But you know, every once in a while, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to throw them a few more bucks." I, I don't mind, you know, because the game was free. And I think that's another good option. It's like, okay, let's let's go the free to play model then. Then make all these games free to play. Make us so we don't have to pay for anything. And guess what? We will pay the microtransactions for the games that we enjoy that we want to play. But it'll never go that route. Yeah. It never will because again, these companies they want their money back. They're they're not they're not um willing to take the risk. They're very yeah. risk adverse uh you know, uh they got stakeholders that they got to pay and it, it's it's just you know, so they're going to crank every dime out of our pocket that they can. Yeah. But I just they, like having the option. Yeah. I just like I, I feel like people donate more when they feel like they're not forced to do it. Yep. That that that's the key. I, maybe that's the line. That line that they can't cross is the line where you're you make you're making the gamers feel like they're forced to do it. And it's not just an option to do it if they really care and they really want to. Because, you know, there's a lot of giving people out there. You know, all three of us are very giving people. People that listen to our show are giving people. They're everywhere. Um, but if you're going to say, give me this or else, you know, you can't do this, then, you know, that's a, that's a problem. Right. So, but, uh, hey, sorry, resubbed. <laughs> Yay, Rob. Yeah, the beta version <laughs> of the Windows app has that. No, gotcha. So, yeah, but that's where I'm at on yeah. the AAA game. Or yeah, four thousand hours of listening. So yeah, Drano <laughs> wanted to know how much to unlock Brun. Unlock <laughs> said nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. <laughs> a month. <laughs> wow, you're cheap. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? So. All right, so that that's it that for that one. Um, I do want to talk. Uh, the next thing I had here was Rob. I think this article's couldn't be more timelier for you. It's a sore um, subject there, now. <laughs> <laughs> there have been some details are surfacing about a next generation Xbox Elite controller. Um, so this is from Therat.com. Uh, the article says that for the past few months, I've been hearing that Microsoft is working on a second generation Elite controller, and now the details are starting to surface. I did my best to confirm this information before posting it, and I believe it is accurate. Uh, so the information, uh, let's see. And the basics are that it is going to be, it is rechargeable via USB-C. Awesome. It has Bluetooth support, three level trigger locks, three profile switches, and longer key travel for the paddles. In, a, in addition, the device will come in a new case, it will also act as the charger. That's huh. kind of nice. I mean, some of that stuff. Although, I don't know about the whole charger business. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that, with the case, at least. You can put it in the case, and it's, that way it's always charged when you're... Yeah, but you know, now it's an, another thing you have to have, like, laying around. Like, 
we don't have enough junk on our desks or in our living rooms. Whoa, whoa, as it is. whoa. Don't you call the elite controller junk? It's no, the elite. no, it's no, no. Elite. I'm not calling it junk. Well, I take that back. <laughs> I'm calling mine junk. <laughs> he's not talking about, he's not talking about you. No, <laughs> yet. <laughs> Brun will talk okay. about about it at some point. So <laughs> I guess a little update uh, on this since we're kind of talking about something, not really <laughs> saying what's going on. But last week, I think it was, I mentioned that my elite controller started to have the left thumbstick drift issue that was supposedly fixed with the elite controller. It's an issue that exists with the, you know, old school, the original Xbox controllers and uh, supposedly it was fixed. So I was getting slight drift when you sit there and uh, well, I first noticed it on uh, Skyforce where, you know, I'd move around, I'd leave my spaceship stationary. Like if I lift off the thumbstick, then it starts moving up. It starts creeping up and up and up and up and faster and faster. I move it back down. It works. If I leave it, it starts drifting again. And uh, I started to notice that also on the dash. Well, it's gotten worse now to the point of where when I'm on the dashboard on the home screen, it's pegged, you know, the, the selection box is pegged at the top of the screen. I can do a great job scrolling back and forth in between all the different screens, you know, the store and, and all that, you know, by using the thumbstick or not thumbsticks, the uh, bumper buttons, uh, I can use those to go back and forth, but I cannot at all go down off of any of those to select anything. I can't launch a game, can't go scrolling through the store, whatever it is. So I pulled the batteries on it and I, uh, you know, brought out my original day one edition controller. That one still works. Supposedly that one's got the issue potentially, but it hasn't exhibited yet, exhibited it yet. So the controller that's been around, I don't know, what, since 2013? That you got free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't that come out in 2013? Uh, the Xbox, November yeah, so. 2013? Yeah. And oh, now, great. so it's, yeah, four years, more than four years ago. That one's still working. The one on my, for my Xbox One S is still working. Got that right here. No problem. But my, the one controller that I bought special, granted, it was really nice. I like it a lot still, but it doesn't work. And that's, that's bogus. So, so yeah. Let me that's ask you it. a question. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think I know the, I think you said you did this, but. Have you tried to go into your devices and stuff and update update that yeah, yeah, by a, plugging it in with the cable and updating that controller? So, and when you update them, you gotta you gotta set the controller down, right, right, so that it's not moving at all, and let it update when it's sitting solid. I just wondering if you've done that or redone it. So all of it. So I did not do it with the cable because I know that. Those supposedly can do it across wireless or across whatever connection it uses. I did try it. It says the code is up to date. And I figured, well, let me try to see if I can force it to reflash. So when you go into the update, it just basically says, hey, there's nothing to update. Hmm. You know, because I was thinking, like, maybe something happened during the last flash. Because... I would imagine that it probably goes through some kind of calibration. Right. You know, that's, that's what I'm thinking. So when it flashes itself, it does a calibration. 
I mean, it, it's got to just. I think you can recalibrate without having to download an update. Yeah. But I'll have to my, poke my, around. What? My controller wanted me to tell you that you're an A button and a big D pad. I know okay. we're a family friendly show, but that's that's what my controller said. All right. <laughs> and if it's that full of disrespect, it'll disrespect you soon with the drift issue. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. But I told uh, Mark, I told Rob, because we were talking about this earlier today when we were setting up his stuff was, you know, he got his at Costco, which is like a forever, what'd you say it was? Forever return policy? Very lenient. Let's just say Very that. lenient. Okay. Yeah. I said, well, take it back, get some money back for it, and then go buy one, buy yourself a, a Sea of Thieves custom controller. Yeah. So, get rid of, or or wait until the new version 2 of the next uh, the elite controller is to repeat the process yeah yeah but what i was saying about (laughs) yeah what i was saying about the charger though if it's the case like there's some telephony devices that do that and i mean it's nice especially if you're going to be storing the device in the chart in uh in the case like uh there's a lot of bluetooth there's a lot of bluetooth uh earpieces uh you know office you know wireless headsets that kind of do that especially you know you just put them back in the case you throw them in your backpack if you're mobile a lot but there's some airpods do that yeah but you know for something that you know really doesn't travel you know like the like the controllers for the xbox you know i i, I would almost rather just use the same base that i use for my other controllers to charge it but I suppose you could still do that. It's not not like it's a requirement to uh, to use the case to charge, especially if it uses USB C, right? To recharge. But what if you don't have USB C anywhere? <laughs> oh, it's a whole vicious circle. They can't make <laughs> they can't make anybody happy. Just get rid of the headphone jack. Yeah. Oh wait, the wrong. Devices. Oh gosh, no! Don't do that either. <laughs> wrong devices. Yeah. Oh, anyways. All right. All right. Okay. We on the recap? No, one more. Oh, we talked about that earlier. Okay. So, yeah, we're on the recap. All right. As far as uh, recap goes, there's not a whole lot uh, really to talk about this week, except uh, there's quite a few titles that hit the uh, Xbox backwards compatibility program. Um, And recently, we had. Let's see, what were they here? There's a couple of Magic the Gathering titles. There was Magic the Gathering, Duels of the Planeswalkers, Magic 2013, Duels of the Planeswalkers, Magic 2014, Duels of the Planeswalkers, <laughs> Planeswalkers, and then also Sniper Elite V2, which was excellent. Sweet. This is, uh, isn't that the first one that you and I used to play, Mark? This is the one that kind of... Yeah, this got was us the hooked first one on I the, played. I, yeah, it, yeah. The original was on the actual original Xbox. Mm-hmm. I've never, I have yet to play that one. So. Yeah, but yeah, this one maybe soon. Who knows? <laughs> maybe it'll be out. But uh, yeah, Sniper Elite V two, and that's uh, not V two as in version two. That's in the as in the rockets that they had back in World War Two. Uh, also, Far Cry two. 
and Driver San Francisco. So it was a fair amount of titles that came out for Back Compat. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. So uh, is there uh, any rant this week? Uh, I do have a small one. I'll say I got one if you don't. I do have oh, really? one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Are you trying to take over my sec- my segment? Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. You, see you, if you, you can. You, no, yeah. I want to see if you can live up to the to the rant status. Is this, is this going to be a rant off? No, it's not a rant off. <laughs> I just I just want to say one thing, and and it's not targeted directly toward IGN. I think it's to a lot of the gaming media in general. I hate to tell everybody. But releasing something that's made out of cardboard is not the greatest thing that came to gaming in the last, you know, what? 10, 5, 10, 15 years. The, just <laughs> the amount. <laughs> Mark knows what I'm talking about now. Yeah, Labo. <laughs> when you have Microsoft and you have Sony that have released things, and, and, and you have the Switch, Nintendo has the Switch. You have the Switch, you have uh, uh, the PS4 and the Xbox, but when it comes to Xbox, you have something like, um, what am I thinking of? Drawing a blank. Um, the Connect. I know the Connect has somewhat failed, you know, if we want to say that, but that piece of hardware that was there was still a revolutionary piece of hardware. It had multiple cameras in it. It did voice recognition. You could play the games with your body and it could recognize each individual finger, which is something that Nintendo couldn't even do. You know, and you have PlayStation VR, which is out on the PlayStation and it does a bunch of stuff and nobody really, you know, it's like, oh yeah, those are cool, fun little things. But when a company comes out and says, oh, we're just going to print you off pieces of cardboard and you're going to make them and you're going to stick these, stick your controllers in it. And these people talk about how it's such a revolutionary idea. <laughs> like they forgot about Lego and all these other things that come from it. You know, and I had to talk, talk to people at work. It's like, it's like I understand. And, and I look at my son and, and Jameson and, and he looks at it and his eyes kind of light up. He loves building stuff like he loves Legos. He loves puzzles and, and stuff like that. But it's just like. Stop talking about Nintendo like they just made the greatest thing ever. Because to me, as much as you want to say, oh, it's going to be so fun for kids to build their own things. And that stuff's been out for years. They have not come up with anything other than figuring out a way to sell you your Amazon boxes that come to you in the mail. Um, But then, of course, you know, and and the reason why I think I, I... for the way they put the love into it and talked about how much they thought it was awesome, um, which just aggravated me even more. Cool idea. Sure. Greatest thing ever. No. Um, but the thing that really got me is it's $70 and $80. $70. If they wanted to do something for cardboard. And and it's so funny. <laughs> I'll tell you a couple of things here in a second. But it's like, if you wanted to, uh, Amiibos, Amiibos, plastic things that you can put on your game and, and do things with other game and interact with other games are cheaper than this cardboard. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Um, 
if they wanted to do something cool and make something out of cardboard that you could use to play a game or interact with something on a switch, it should be like four ninety nine or nine ninety nine and hanging up next to the to the cashier at, at like a Walmart, like one of those imp- impulse buys, right? And then on the back of it, have a code where it downloads a piece of a game or or a, a little offline game that that would interact with. If you want to do something like that, sure, that's something that may, you know, it's impulse buy. But when you're like, oh, I want to put this thing on you where it's strings attached to other pieces of cardboard. Your kid walks around like he's a robot. Oh, by the way, you need like four uh, Joy-Cons for that. Extra Joy-Cons cost like $90 or however $80 or $70. Now you need four of them if you want to use it. So that's $80 on top of another 80. That's a hundred and something dollars. You know, you're about 150 bucks if you want to play that game now. Um, but it's just like, that's, that's my rant. I read, I was just reading about how people thought this was such an, an way to go, Nintendo. You stay weird, Nintendo. Way to think outside the <laughs> cardboard box, Nintendo. And here I am holding a Switch going, when am I going to get a game that does something on this thing? Yeah. And I don't have to... Yeah. You know, you got the you got to buy cardboard now. Yeah, it's funny because you know over the week, I obviously I work in IT, and I just got a new machine at work, and I got you know I, I use dual monitors at work, so I got these nice two dual monitors, and I and one of it's like a carrying case, and I was like, oh look everybody, it's the daddy's leaving mommy labo case for Nintendo Switch. It looks like a suitcase. He's packing his clothes up and he's leaving. Um, and then we're walking by a trash can, I'm like, look at this! People throwing out perfectly good Nintendo games, and and <laughs> so my comments were going on and on and on. But it's just, uh, you know, it, it, I don't want to downplay that it's not something that I know my kid would like. And and the other thing, sorry, this rant time. The other thing that ticks me off is tell me one more time, folks, that this is made for kids. Because I know it's made for kids. Do you think I'm going to strap that big thing to my body and walk around <laughs> with it? I bet everybody's Rob just like, would. Well, everybody's just like, Rob doing it. <laughs> no, it's it's like this. People, are, you know, you put on your like, this is stupid, and people's comments like, it's not for you. It's not for <laughs> you. Don't understand. It's, you, it's for the kids. This is something. It's a kids game. Hey, it's you guys- not for you. It's not for you. And I just want yeah. to be like, okay, are you buying it for my kid then? Did you guys yeah, ever it's, see Hudsucker Proxy? $500 cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever like see Hudsucker Proxy, the movie? Uh-uh. They had that, where yeah. this guy made like a hula hoop. I think they called it the dingus. And it's like, you know, for kids. <laughs> that was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that is, was their I, just lo- I just love it, where it's just like, for people that just calling this dumb, it's not for you, it's for kids. And I'm just like, yeah, but who you expect to buy it? Because I'm pretty sure most parents, you know, a lot of parents will probably buy it. But when they, if they realize they're buying stamped pieces of cardboard. For $70. For $70. So you, you fold these pieces of cardboard. And by the way, the controllers that you already have at home, you're sticking in this cardboard. Like you can still play the game. If, if you're holding a controller as like a fishing pool, you know, I can make a motion like I'm wheeling in a fishing pool you know what i mean i don't need a piece of cardboard around it you know <laughs> they made a lot of money with the wii with those tennis racket 
slip-ons, uh, what the golf club, baseball bat. You guys remember that? Yeah. Well, yeah, they they had the 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 uh, the Wii gun. Yeah, that. It was like you stick. It's so all it was is a piece of plastic, and people's like, seriously, you're gonna make me buy this stupid piece of plastic? Oh yeah, and that's the other thing. Xbox One came out right, and PlayStation Four came out. Xbox was how much more than the PlayStation? It was a hundred dollars, right? Yeah. And most people said it was because they were forcing you to put the Connect into the box, right? So that's the, you know when you think about it, most people said the reason why the Xbox is a hundred dollars more is for the Connect. So you're telling me people that complained about that hundred dollars for the Connect are saying that it's okay to spend $70 on cardboard. I am complete. My mind is completely it, blown right now. It, <laughs> 70 is less than a hundred. Come on, Brian. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there there's, <laughs> there's my, my rant, you know, Nintendo keep doing what you're doing, man. And, and, you know, keep making good games. I know it took you seven years to come up with, with Zelda and and you promised it for the Wii U that uh, yeah okay you did release it and, and stuff like that but <laughs> may, maybe it was a bad idea to release Zelda and, and Mario in the same year because I really just think you're scraping the bottom of the barrel now for 2018 yeah. cardboard cardboard dude yeah. you watch I'm I'm calling it now Nintendo Labo game of the year 2018 oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you it will come be back. I will come back and have one more rant. <laughs> I can guests. see it now. Save me a guest spot. Just, yep. <laughs> it will win. Yeah. I just, Most innovative um, idea or something. They're gonna Nintendo's gonna win an award for this. And all it is is freaking cardboard. Well but I will and, say this cardboard is expensive. If you've ever moved and you've had to go to like the UPS store or profit. Uh, is what it is. It's, oh my gosh, those boxes are expensive. So. If, if you could get money back for cardboard, we wouldn't see as much people recycle it as we do. I mean, I can go down to three different places and I could build an entire house out of cardboard if I wanted to. And then based on Nintendo standards, sell it for $1.1 million um, because that's how much it is. The, the other thing is, is I can definitely see these things getting, it'll take a day. Somebody's going to go buy this on day one and then start selling ripoffs of it. I mean, guaranteed. That's, yeah, I mean, I, that's, you still have to buy the game, but because that's the other I thing. Mean, people people are like, gonna, oh, you're people are going to sell it. it. Put some cheap cardboard out there. They'll stamp a fold here, fold there, fold there, and yeah. they've just ripped it off. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, and you know, you don't get the game, but still, it's. <laughs> Uh, cardboard. <laughs> That's my rant. Did I do okay? I that was awesome, dude. All right. Was awesome. <laughs> what was yours? What was your my, nope, little thing? Nope, nope. I can't even say it. Not you. Yours was awesome, dude. <laughs> we got to move on to the next one. Right. I don't. I can't compare to that. <laughs> you, you lived up, man. You, you were very passionate about your <laughs> your topic there. Mark can't defeat. It can't beat out cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, not this week. Right. Go. Okay. What's next? Okay. 
So, uh, let's see. Yes, we do have something for the giveaway. Oh, we do? Um, yeah. So, we actually, I forgot about this, guys. This is going to be for our UK or our European friends who shop at Amazon.co.uk. We have a gift certificate for you. Um, this one, I think this is pretty big. Uh, this is like double of anyone we've had before. Um, this is, I forget, I think it's pounds. Um, I think this is pounds, not the euro. Um, I always have to look this up because I always forget. But we have $64, well, I'm 64.58. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. 64 <laughs> and a half pounds, maybe, um, that you can spend. So uh, what I want, and guys, people, ladies, I want more than one freaking voicemail this time. <laughs> okay. I want to hear from our listeners. Again, this is open to anybody that shops at amazon.co.uk. So sorry, uh, U.S. and Canada, you guys are out. Um, but, uh, you know, this is for those. And this goes, this is great. This goes right back to those that are supporting us. So if you're you're using our Amazon link in, in the U.K., and you're, you're buying stuff there, this is going right back to you guys, and you can use it, again, right at Amazon. Um, just I just want you to send us a voicemail um, and tell us what game you're most looking forward to in 2018. I don't care what platform it is. You can play any platform. Um, just tell us what you're most excited about in 2018 uh, or what game you're looking forward to play, and then we will draw randomly draw a number um for this now i'm gonna let this sit for two weeks so we'll give this away in two weeks from today uh so you got to get your entries in uh, just send us a voicemail or you can record an mp3 in your computer and email it to us at contact at the sexboxlife.com uh or just go to our website and hit the button to send us a voicemail all right so there you go 64 and a half pounds <laughs> all right and uh, as Mark had just said, you can go to our website, thisxboxlife.com, where you can send us a message on the right-hand side of the screen. will pop up a little widget or whatever you want to call it. You can use that, give us a message. I think the limit is like 90 seconds on there. So uh, try to keep it uh, under 90 seconds. If you need to talk longer, uh, definitely just do a recording. Bye. Your phone probably has it, right? Don't most phones have the voice recorder? Just uh, record away and email it over to us. Yeah, which is how our voicemail came over this week. Yep, so we have one. Recording. Yep, we have one. So, uh, you want to play, Brun? Sure. Let me know if you can't hear it. Or give me a thumbs up if you can. What is going on this Xbox Live crew? It's Ryan from the Horrible Gamers podcast. And I'm just calling in to say, guys, we love you. Um, and we thank you for all you do. Um, Wing, thank you for uh, coming on our show and doing the extra shows with us and stuff. Um, that's great. Thank you so much. Um, I also wanted to say, uh, Brun, um, we're going to miss you, man. Um, you really helped me out in the beginning when I was trying to figure out how to do the streaming stuff. And you were uh, a great help there. Um and you will be missed, man. Um, so have a good show, guys. Uh, later. So, yeah, Mark, that was a good show. Jesus uh, walks a lot is actually in the thing, and I just told him that that I like the uh, Wingman seven nine 
709 interview show. It was a good show. I had fun doing that. I really did. It was, it was a really good time. Yeah. Well, thank you for the uh, the voicemail. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember those days. It was kind of like the same thing I just did with you, Rob, over the last couple of days, sat down with him and yeah. was going through the streaming and doing this and that. It's it's crazy, you know, then even the stuff what that I've done in streaming and, and stuff like that, like I have to thank people like Darkness429 for, you know, sending tips or information to me on w- what to do here and there. You know, he's he's doing so well on streaming, but, you know, it's just asking, you know, he wasn't able to sit down, but like asking him some questions and him actually providing feedback to, to me helped out a ton. Uh, when it came to getting things set up and what we've done here on our show. So it's always nice to pass that stuff along. So <laughs> Give him uh, space. <laughs> yeah, he's got the trigger, Timmy trigger in there. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, uh, Gunny's a uh, subscriber to Tim. <laughs> we got his emotes going. So, but yes, thank you very much. All right. And then, um, uh, don't all, don't forget that you can send uh, us an email or voicemail to contact at this Xbox Life, like we had just mentioned. I don't think we have any uh, emails uh, for this week, but uh, we do have a Twitter account. Uh, you can find that at uh, slash right. this Xbox Life, twitter.com slash this Xbox Life. Don't expect much out of it. <laughs> so low low priority. What is a bigger? I, I already forgot about it. It's like yeah. I thought I had an app on here for that. Oh, I've the Twitter been, app. I've still been I've still been doing doing it over the last couple of days. Oh, it's in there. I've been trying to remember to do this. I totally forget about it. Yep. I did post apologies for the audio issues. So um, if you are listening to this this week, I, I do want to make a comment. That was all on me. Again, it's always on me It's for some reason, but um, we've done a lot of looking around. We're going to be doing some more testing. We found some stuff that was uh, wrong. Um, Windows updates just whack our audio somewhere, and there's so many different places that it gets affected, so um, we're taking steps, and every time that I host, I will be going through a pretty long checklist of things to check before to ensure that the audio is going to be correct, but I really apologize it was it was bad i was way quiet and everybody else was really loud but we do apologize and i'm sorry this keeps happening i'm hoping the new steps i'm going to take uh going forward will uh mitigate that from ever happening again yeah i think we when we were doing with rob's stuff all three of us were on thursday i think looking at stuff um i think we nailed down what was the issue with yours and we're going to be doing testing next week uh, whenever you have time, um, yeah. before you stream on, before you host on Sunday. So next week should be perfect. Don't so, jinx it. Will yeah. be. Yeah. Always remember Twitter. I saw a, a very interesting and a very helpful tip from from the guys at Mixer. Actually, they said, you know, when you go on to Twitter and announce that you're, you know, that you're going to be streaming on Mixer. And sometimes that is, uh, it's always nice to do that. Don't always rely on Twitch or Mixer or whatever to send out those auto hosts things. Because like I said, Mark, for for the one that I just had, it was like, yeah, it was a little small notification. 
Um, but for people who just read through Twitter and don't get those notifications, they'll see when you post out there like, hey, I'm going live on Twitter and or on uh, Mixer here in you know, yeah, 10 minutes or that. something like that. Uh, one of their tips was make sure to include an image of the game that you're going to be playing because it's very helpful. So, Yeah, uh, good point. Yeah. I got a lot to learn on Twitter. Yeah. I don't like I don't like social media. It, social media is I, becoming I, very rough to even bear to open up anymore. It's just I, nonstop yeah. complaining. Facebook is the only one that I really use. Um, yeah. And I don't even like really like to use it either. I mainly, mainly all I really use it for is the um, uh, our TXL group and to just kind of update family on kid pictures and stuff That's like what, that. Yeah. Um, what's going on so just keeping family updated on stuff but that's really about it i don't even like facebook so people have to hire some youngin that that uh that was a uh, social media i should just go get one of my kids to do it here <laughs> run our social media account okay <laughs> then all of a sudden we've got accounts on instagram snapchat everything oh my my daughter's like i can't wait till i'm old enough to be on snapchat i'm like and i'm thinking makes you think you will ever be old enough to be on snapchat <laughs> yeah just so there needs to be a social media platform out there that's very similar to twitter that filters out all sports politics and anything that has to do with people in hollywood and just get it down to like things that are important to people <laughs> now yeah. people may find that hollywood's important to them but no, people complaining in Hollywood is not important to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, get rid of the people hating on Alabama and Ohio State, and you know, get rid of politics for sure. So, okay, it's my next adventure. <laughs> so, speaking of Facebook, we do uh, do have a really uh, big active group on there. Um, make sure to check that out. And I believe that's it. I think we covered all those uh, social medias. Right? I did think it's funny that um, Cedricle said, I heard you guys over grinding welds. <laughs> yeah. uh, talking to you about you, you two. Yeah. You guys are loud. See, I'm just a soft, mellow kind of guy. Booming voices. <laughs> We were yeah. just right. You were too soft. So then they cranked the volume to hear you. And then. Yeah. Then I blew out their eardrums. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Oh. Well, we will. We, we, that's our number one priority right now is to fix that. So. Uh, so that it doesn't ever happen. Okay. All right. Moving on this week's retail releases. The new releases here for January 22nd through the 28th. We have Assassin's Creed Origins, The Hidden Ones coming out on the 23rd, also on the 23rd. We have OK KO, Let's Play Heroes. On the 24th, we have, oh boy, here we go. Was it Xuan Xuan's Sword? Sword. Sword. <laughs> no, it's X-U-A-N-Y-U-A-N. Uh, sword, The Gate of Firmament. Is definitely a foreign title. Uh, on the twenty sixth, we have January. Uh, on January twenty sixth, we have Drift Zone, 
Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Monster Hunter World, and Celeste. So the 26th, which has got to be Friday, probably. Yep, Friday, yet again, is the big release day. Hmm. Which is interesting. So here's my question. Yeah. Is Friday for everybody, or is it only for those that pre-ordered it and pre-ordered special editions and are getting it four days early? See, now I don't even know when games come out because, you know, a lot of these are like, get it four days early, so they release it on a Friday. But everybody else has to wait till next Tuesday to get it. Oh, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so this week I think they're all, it's the release day. Well, we've seen that before several times. Comes out on a Friday, but it's not for everybody. Oh, and I I missed this earlier. Of those titles, Assassin's Creed Origins, The Hidden Ones, Monster Hunter World and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Those are Xbox One and Enha- X, Xbox One X enhanced. Sweet. Out of the gate, no patch coming later. Alrighty. And then uh, games with gold. Uh, those recently switched up. For the Xbox One, we have the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing. Three continuing uh, for the rest of the month. This is the title that uh, spans all of January. And then new to the scene is Zombie. This came out uh, earlier last week. And Xbox 360 and backwards compatibility is Army of Two. So that's got a two-week run. Yeah, two-week run for the end of the month. Until the end of the month. And uh, if you use Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. That really, that's a really great way to help support the show. Any purchases that you make on Amazon using our affiliate link, uh, go and, uh, I forgot what I was saying. I totally got derailed because I was staring at that big Amazon logo that I normally don't pay attention to on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start over. If you use Amazon in any fashion, make sure to use our affiliate link because uh, we get a teeny tiny little finder's fee for sending you their way. Use that affiliate link each and every time. It's a great way to support the show. Does not cost you anything extra. Uh, and you can find it at this Xbox life forward slash Amazon, or you can go to our site and click on the uh, Amazon logo. And lastly, if you're an iTunes user, make sure to find the show in the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating. If you would, uh, it's another way to easily support the show. The more ratings that we get, the more we get bumped up in the rankings over there. And uh, also, don't forget, uh, Mark's on Mixer right now. Uh, so you can find him at mixer.com forward slash this Xbox Life. And I believe that's it for this fantastic episode. You guys have anything else to add? Okay, good job hosting, Rob. Thank you. Very good. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say I also another thing I had mentioned to Drano. I was talking to him earlier when I was broadcasting. One of the things I'm going to do on Mixer I want to is like community game days where um, you guys select the game that you want me to play. Um, yeah, obviously got to be something I have. Um, but um, if there's something you want to see, I'm going to like post that out and I'll play it. You know, if you just want to see me play Assassin's Creed or you know, Call of Duty or Fortnite or PUBG, then I will 
I'll play what the community wants. I, I want to start doing those so then I'll have scheduled times of when I'll be on too. So, but uh, yeah, look for lots of continued updates to that that channel. We're gonna make it happen. All right. Excellent. I got one more week. So, next week's yes, last show. Get your voicemails and emails in this week if you want to say something to Brun. Um, while he's still here, and so he can reply and answer. That's what we should just make next week. Is just the Brun Show. Yeah. Title it the Brun Show. Um, yeah, but we already know everybody loves Moobot, so there'll be like one email. <laughs> <laughs> It'll. I heard that on Moobot. your. I heard that on your interview <laughs> show, bro. Because Jesus asked if you're replacing me or finding in somebody to fill into my spot, and you're like, oh, well, Moobot. It's you know he already beat me out. <laughs> <laughs> so yep that's funny but yeah get yeah. stuff in I'll let answer Bruce, any questions let Brun know let Brun know how you feel good or bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was going to say remember we're a family show <laughs> when our emails we're going to get going why is he still here <laughs> yeah. we're going to get a bunch saying Brun should stay and the other two clowns should leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to get. Oh. All right. Don't be sad. Don't be sad, Jesus. He'll be all right. But yeah, I'm good. Good for this show. All right. So uh, I'm Rob Olson with Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. Uh, I'm Brun BJ Swig 33. Have a good night. Mark AK Wingman 709 taking off. <laughs>